Hey everyone, it's Austin Solomon, the Solomon Group at Cobalt Banker. Welcome to this week's episode of The Real Wausau Real Estate Show. Today I'm joined by Jeff Newman, Newman Home Inspections. Jeff, thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Uh, today we're talking about, um, as a seller of a home, how do you prepare your home for a home inspection? What things should you uh, think about when the home inspection is scheduled, right? The inspector's coming over a certain day. How do you prepare your home and prepare to have a successful inspection process? So Jeff, tell us a few things. Obviously you've been doing this. How many years have you been doing this? Oh, I've been doing it for over five years now. Okay. So. Over five years. Uh, and obviously you've ran into, uh, probably a lot of times where you look, you, you walk into a home and you're like, oh man, they're not ready for me. Right. Yeah, I've actually walked away from homes that just were not ready for inspection. <laughs> right, right. You know, and uh, the the biggest thing is if I can't give the um, buyer their money's worth, I'll just walk away and reschedule because it's really, really important for an inspector to be able to do the inspection. Uh, you know, out of respect for the buyer, you really have to get your home ready to be inspected. Exactly, yeah, yep. So tell us a few things. So I'm selling a house, right? The inspections today. What kind of things should I be uh, should I be thinking about? You know, what are a few things that I should get ready? Well, one of the first things is you know when an inspector shows up at uh, you know eight o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the afternoon, whenever mm -hmm. it is, um, they're going to introduce themselves if there's somebody home. Yep. Um, what we what we expect is that the dog is going to be in a kennel, yep. um, not following me around all day. <laughs> yeah. I've got specific rules about dogs, and I'll always tell the homeowner, you know, the rules are if the dog bites me, I'm going to bite him back. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Have you ever bitten a dog? Uh, not not lately. Okay, no. that's good. So <laughs> it's another way to ask if you've been bit by a dog. <laughs> yeah. So another thing that we always look for is uh, accessibility. You yep. know, in order to inspect a house, uh, it's really the seller's responsibility to make sure that the uh, inspectable systems are available for inspection. So mm -hmm. we're talking about the furnace, the water heater, uh, the water meter, the electrical panel. Yep. Uh, make sure that all of these items are clear and easily accessible for a home inspector. Right. Attics are a big thing. Make sure that if it's a closet and the shelves can be removed, mm -hmm. please remove them. Mm -hmm. Remove any clothes or any stacked items in the closet. Yep. Um, you know, home inspectors don't want to disturb your personal property. Right. So the best best option is to just clear those items away. Right, right. So a lot of times attic access may be in the one of the closets, right? Or in the garage. We've seen, obviously you see that a lot. Um, so, you know, it's important for people to understand that, hey, the inspector's got to get up in the attic. So you've got to kind of clear a spot for him to be able to access that and go ahead and remove some clothing and stuff. Because when you open up a scuttle to the attic, a lot of time insulation will fall down and you know, just kind of be prepared for that as a homeowner. Yeah. And, you know, most home inspectors will take a, have a small vacuum or a, a broom and dustpan and, and, you know, we'll clean up after ourselves if anything drops. It's just mm -hmm. that we don't want to be, you know, you know, trying to get insulation off of fine clothing right. or, you know, heirlooms. Yep. So. A lot of times too, um, if it is in the, if the, uh, attic access is in the garage 
then make sure that you know a vehicle's not blocking it because obviously you're not going to crawl up on a vehicle. I've heard that once. Another agent had told me that there was one time where a buyer had gotten onto a collector car in order to access the attic. <laughs> I've heard that story too. Yeah, uh, unreal. You know, a lot of times I get into a garage and, uh, you know, a seller will say, well, just put the ladder kitty corner over the top of my, yeah. you know, 1969 Corvette and I won't. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. And the car has to be completely removed from the garage yep. and the uh, scuttle hole has to be accessible. Right. Yep. So as a as a seller, make sure your attic is accessible easily. And another th- time too, this happens is where when they put that firewall in, they don't cut in an access point. I've seen that a lot. And so you may have to remove one of the drywall panels in order to access the attic. So that's another thing as a seller is if your home doesn't have attic access, um, you know, and it has a firewall, that's a lot of times how, you know, you have to remove that panel. Yeah, and bear in mind that a home yeah. inspector is not allowed to remove drywall. Yep. So if a piece of drywall does have to be removed for attic access, that is the responsibility of the seller. Right. And just so you know, as a seller, again, what happens is if you don't do it right away, inevitably what's going to happen is it's going to have to be done anyhow, but then the inspector has to come back out, you know, work it into his schedule, which might take a couple extra days, Um and again, that just kind of again when you're when you're talking about a sale, those couple extra days or a week in delay that just adds more stuff to do, and you know it's part of you know the the process may not be as smooth. Um, so that's the whole purpose of this episode is to kind of help prep to make it as smooth as possible. So we talked about the attic um, water meter, like you say, a lot of times those are concealed. Maybe there's a box around a water meter. I see that a lot. So you're saying, hey, go ahead and just make you know open up if there's a couple screws that have to be removed go ahead and do that for the inspector so they can easily get to it without having to you know unscrew stuff which you can't do yeah and you know realistically a water meter is not the uh, aesthetically pleasing thing you know you want to make sure that uh, you know if you have a finished basement it's always going to be covered up mm-hmm. with some kind of a decorative cabinet or cupboard or apparatus of some kind yep and uh, a lot of times the water meters are difficult to find. Yep. So, you know, open those up and, you know, set whatever access panel on the side or just leave it open for the inspector. Yep. Next level stuff, Jeff, would be, I'm sure you've seen this too, is uh, water shutoff valves and main stack, dra- dra- like, uh, what is it, the dra- main you know, main access for like the drain line. Yeah. Those are things that are concealed too, but sometimes homeowners may know where they're at, but obviously as an inspector, like in a finished basement, you know, you might not be able to like, you know, remove a little, you might not see it because it might be in some, you know, secretive spot. Yeah, Um, exactly. So as a homeowner too, if, if you do have, um, like for example, in my house, I still don't know (laughs) where my, my, uh, water shutoff valve is like i haven't been able to find it i think it's there somewhere but i just haven't been able to find it um so it would have been nice for the previous owner to let me know uh, where that's Mm -hmm. at so you could let if there is something that's hidden where the inspector may not know or maybe you have a, a crazy light switch that is in the middle of the living room but it powers one of the outside lights i've seen that that those are all things you could just note for the inspector and say hey this is something that no one could reasonably put together in a few hours, right? 
but I just want to let you know those things. If they left a note for you, that could be helpful too. Yeah, I mean, a post-it note on a mystery switch is a, <laughs> yeah. a, you know, just a great thing to have because yeah. an inspector wants to know what the switch is for. Yeah. And an inspector may waste a lot of time uh, trying to find out what a switch is for when right. really it's just a mystery switch that's always been there. Yep, correct. Yeah. Yep. And we all have those switches that, you know, in my parents' house, I know they have a switch that powers an outlet outside for like Christmas lights. Well, I mean, you, there's just no reasonable way that you're going to be able to put that piece together, you know, in any reasonable amount of time. Yeah, and not not in the allotted amount of time. A home no. inspector can only spend between three and four hours in a house, and yeah. then he's got to get on to the next one. Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. What other things can a seller do? So we, we talked about, you know, the attic access, water meters, mystery switches, shutoff valves, um, what are other things, obviously, if you have a dog, just kind of plan, I mean, ideally have the dog either out of the house or if it's a cat, right, you know, letting, you know, if the cat's there, um, you know, probably letting the inspector know, hey, there is a cat, please don't let him out so that the inspector knows, or ideally probably just having him out of the house altogether so that that anxiety is relieved, um, you know, as an inspector. Um, what other things, uh, you know, were we talking about that might be good? Um, I guess detached garages, those have got to be opened up. I know I've gotten those calls. Hey, I can't get to the detached shop. It's locked. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody has a, a skeleton in a closet and, you know, the home inspector is going to find it. So if you do have a problem with your home, don't try and conceal it yeah. because the inspector is going to find it. Yeah. And, uh, it just, it makes it a little bit more, more difficult. Sure. Yep. Good, good point. Good point. All right, great. Well, that yeah, that pretty much covers everything. Um, one last piece of advice too for sellers is when an appraiser comes to a home, sometimes they're going to have to access the attic, the water meter. They're going to have to turn on the utilities as well. If it's a vacant home, I guess this brings up another point. If it's a vacant home, make sure that the furnace is on, the water heater is on, the power is on, the water is all running, and the water meter needs to be on too because as an inspector, Again, liability-wise, you can't turn on a water meter, right? No. If a system is turned off, uh, an inspector doesn't know why it's turned off. Yeah. Uh, if there was a problem and it was turned off for a problem, if an inspector turns that on, right. well, now the inspector is responsible for it. Yep. So that's why you're not going to find uh, an inspector that's going to turn on a main water supply yep. without getting permission from the agent, the seller, or whoever wants to take responsibility. Right. Yep. Fantastic. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so that the same rules apply for an appraiser too. That's where I was getting there. So uh, make sure that when the appraiser comes through, all those things still apply. Thanks for tuning into this, this week's episode of The Real Guys. And uh, now, if you listen to this episode, you'll be totally prepared when Jeff comes knocking on your door. Thanks, guys.